Welcome to the Pandora's Awareness Podcast, a place where we collect stories and circulate in life changing wisdom. I am your host, Asher, and my co host, Queen Lav. Our guest today is Kate. So, meet Hi, Kate. Everybody. Yes, Kate. Meet, meet Kate. <laughs> the visionary behind the HR Pro. As a licensed human resource professional and a skill recruiter, Kate brings over 10 years of practical HR experience to the world of real estate. With a passion for business and a deep understanding of the importance of people within organization, Kate embarked on a journey to create the HR Pro. In addition to her professional endeavors, Kate also shares her expertise with aspiring professionals as a part-time professor at Humber College. Her commitment to to empowering individuals and business is at the the core of her work. So meet Kate, a driven, resourceful, empowering, and passionate professional. Kate, welcome to the Pandora's Awareness Podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Really excited to be here. Hi, Kate. Welcome. I'm, I'm actually even more excited because real estate is my world and we want to hear your perspective on how to build a strong team and what would be the the criteria that we, we would look for when you know recruiting the perfect, uh, I mean, there's no such thing perfect, but the best the best people around us, right? But I know Asher has a a big question for you before we dive deep into our topic. I just got an ask. I'm curious about your big question, Kate, the one that you think about before you go to bed at night or when you wake up in the morning or the one that drives you throughout life. What is that question for you? I think for me, that's always been, am I living to my potential, to my full potential? And do I even know what that really means yet, right? I'm in a very different place I was in five years ago, 10 years ago. And so I continuously sometimes surprise myself with the potential that I have as situations and challenges arise and I overcome them. And so I'm continuously curious um, about what else I'm capable of. Mm. That's a beautiful question. Very empowering. Yes. And how has that journey been for you so far? Discovering that question or the unfolding of it? It's been an incredible journey, to be completely honest. I mean, from, you know, where I started five years ago um, and then starting my own business and becoming a mother and all of these things combined has been incredibly empowering. And as I sort of sit back and, and look at, you know, the journey of the last five years and trying to find the perfect role for myself and not having very much luck and trying to understand what those challenges truly are. How do I overcome them? Um, and then finally kind of breaking out of my cocoon and then finding that role that I really, really wanted only to lose it a couple of years later uh, while, you know, expecting my second child uh, while in a pandemic. And so all of that combined has really forced me to take a leap of faith and start my own business. And so it's been an incredible journey. I've been blessed to help so many others through very similar journeys of transforming from one career path to the next. And so um I'm very proud of the things that I've accomplished so far. I'm very proud of the fact that, you know, uh, the largest college in Canada has approached me to become a part-time professor and take on, you know, more and more young minds and try to shape them into the the leaders of the world, right, in the next generation. And so it's been an incredible journey. And so when I look back at all of that, all I keep thinking about is, you know, are my kids proud? Is that something that they're going to want to take on when they get older? Will they have you know, the resilience and the self-belief, the confidence that if my mom could do it, then I can do it too. 
That's beautiful. Two things I want to ask you. What are you teaching? And tell us more about your business after that. Yeah, so I teach career development. So it's typically for students who have already had their undergraduate bachelor's degree and are now on this journey of deciding um, in four different directions. So whether that's business administration, entrepreneurship, marketing, or human resources. So they're on this path of discovery. And my job, because of my background in so many different things, obviously being an entrepreneur now, being an HR professional, I am by no means a marketing professional, but I have been in operations and business administration in the past before. So I can speak to sort of different facets of my experience and hopefully guide them um, on the path of what they want to become. Um, and of course, continue to do their own research as well. But we talk a lot about, you know, discovering your why and what what it is that drives you, right? And so, and then building out the skill set that allows for that resume that you are submitting to future employers to speak to the best parts of you, right? To make sure that they get noticed right out of the gate and then they get that dream job. And hopefully it ends up being the dream job that they continue to want to have in the future. And if that's not the case, then how do we pivot and how do we change into a different career path and build on those experiences? And then the second part of your question about my business. So um, I've been around entrepreneurs pretty much most of my life. And so my father is a real estate broker And I've always seen real estate as this lone sport is what I call it, right? Usually it's one person that deals with clients. I've never really seen it as a a team building exercise. And recently, I feel like in the last 10, 15 years, the business really developed. The real estate industry has grown into larger and larger units or teams, right? And so uh, as as that continued to grow, what I found was that there's this huge disconnect between real estate as a a set of agents or brokerage, and then all of the HR policies, procedures, regulations, best practices, there was simply not enough knowledge that was taught to real estate agents and brokers on how to become better leaders. And so I'd made it my point to bring all of those business best practices from other industries that I've worked in and build out, um, you know, check mark, check, uh, checklist, sorry, for you know, um, new hire checklists, for exit interviews, for proper contracts, for questions to ask and not to ask in interviews. How do we identify top talent and how do we continue to grow it and develop it right into something more and more amazing with each passing year? How do we create a proper business structure with proper business plans and operations and you know payroll analysis, all of that stuff? And how do we bring that into the world of real estate. So that's what I've been focusing on. And that's exactly what my business does. We recruit and hire amazing people, but we also continue to support our clients for many, many years to come to protect them from future liabilities and things like that uh, when it comes to obviously proper contracts and as well as help them build can continue to build a team moving forward. I love it. I want to emphasize the importance of having a strong team Um, also from the perspective of the new joiner, the new agent, I don't, I think people underestimate the importance of having a great support around you, qualified people who can, who have the same principles and vision like the rest of the group. And therefore, uh, I salute you and respect you for what you do. So practically you are almost like an advisor from what I feel, right? Then you kind of help them 
with so many facets, which is also building the the business uh, plan. That that's impressive. So uh, if I'm a new broker, if I'm if I'm a new broker and I want to establish my brokerage, I come to you and we start this program of consulting. How long that program would be? Well, that depends on what you need and how much of it you already have and how many other processes need to be built out. It could be six months, it could be a year, or we can stick together for the rest of our lives, which is okay too. Because as your team continues to grow, you will continue to have HR-related, I wouldn't call them issues, but questions, right? As there's turnover and things like that. And we will continue building your policies and procedures together. We'll review payroll every, let's say, quarter or every twice a year or so. And then we will continue to recruit and build your team based on the existing team members that are in place and building on that, right? So, um, so I mean, we've had some clients that I've had for two, three years now, um, right? While others just needed sort of as needed support, ad hoc support with some HR related questions and things like that. So I'm happy to jump on the phone uh, or on a Zoom call with those as well and support them through that immediate task. And then have them go on their way until they need me again. I love it. I have a question. I know you're located in Canada, right? Mm -hmm. So do you cater to clients all over the world? Do you do you have clients from United States? How different are the procedures between Canada um, and United States? We do have clients in the US. Um, I don't go outside of North America just because mm -hmm. labor laws are so very different. And so yes. we want to make sure that we address those and that we cater to that. So uh, Canada and the U.S. is what we focus on right now. And in order for me to, to make sure that I'm delivering the most up-to-date information to you, quite some time ago, I actually started a Facebook group of, uh, of HR professionals across uh, North America. Right now, we're about 2,400 members. So if, for example, I'm not particularly familiar with the laws of, I don't know, you know, California, right? Um I will have somebody on the ground that can review all that documentation, make sure it's compliance to your laws. All right. Thank you. Wow. Kate, you know what? I, I got to say something here. I'm just, I just noticed even more your hair. This is such a beautiful hair color you have, by the way. I, I love you. it. I, I, I have to add color. that you look amazing altogether. <laughs> I love your style. So whoever is listening to us, you should Google amazing you guys I mean, are so it's kind. not like we're advertising your beauty but you are breathtaking you are, <laughs> and smart. You are both amazing. very lovely as well thank you <laughs> yeah thank you so uh, i am curious because I, I noticed your hair color so that 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 gives me a little personality spin so i am curious about your personality itself um the color of your hair kind of tells a little bit about your flavor so talk to me about your backstory a little bit you know kate and her yeah. colorful hair and a colorful journey you know, that's a really great question, actually. And I know it probably uh, sends a lot of uh, question marks up in the air when people first meet me because I am an HR professional and typically those are fairly stern looking uh, on the, the best of days. And so, you know, it's interesting. I remember when I was quite young, I was in my probably early 20s and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I was a store manager at the time. So I managed a group of, you know, 10 people and we sold stuff. We sold shoes. And so um, at the time, I've switched into a role with a large uh, telecom provider in Canada. Uh, and so um, as I was on this journey of figuring out what I wanted to be, um, we, were, we had to do training. We had to do HR-related training at the head office as new managers. And so there I went along with so many other managers and assistant managers. And there was a presentation done by the director of HR. 
Now, this company is, is across Canada. It is very, very large. It employs thousands of people. And on stage came this woman who was wearing a leather pencil skirt and she had short purple hair. Um, she had tattoos and she was so well put together, uh, quote unquote, despite all of that. And I, I say that very, very loosely. So um, and she, she did this beautiful presentation. She was so engaging. She was so interesting to watch just because there's this massive sort of disconnect almost right uh, between between the look and how art, incredibly articulate and how incredibly sophisticated she was. And that for me was a tr was 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 the sign. It was one of those you be who you're supposed to be. You want your hair to be red, great. You want it to be purple, fantastic. You want to shave your head, wonderful. You do whatever it is that makes you feel happy to be awake in the morning, right? That makes you look in the mirror and go, I feel good about this today. And then you 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 build it into every aspect of your life, right? So yes, I'm very serious about what I do. My business is very serious. My clients are very serious. And I want to bring this dynamic culture into the workplace. I want people to be engaged into HR because let's face it, it's not the most fascinating uh, topic on uh, on most days, right? So when we talk about policies and procedures, it's it, it's pages and pages of legal jargon, right? And so I want to make sure that I'm engaging with my clients. I want to make sure that they stay focused. And I want to bring a little bit of life into HR. And that is the story behind my hair. Mm. Well, I have to say you're incredibly articulate. So that woman that, that inspired you, I think you're really embodying whatever you saw in her. I think you embody it as well right now. And I, I love your story, by the way. But I want to go further back before before Kate become Kate today. Okay. What what got you here? Oh, so many things. I mean, I've had so many incredible mentors. Uh, I've had people that obviously doubted me and challenged me, which was equally as much of a part of me becoming me. Um, you know, I, we've all had some sort of failures and and um, and and falls and things like that. But I'm I'm very lucky to say that I've had an incredible support system. You know, between obviously my family, I mean my parents, and of course then my husband as well. And so I think that made a really really big difference. But um, and, you know, there's there's been just so much that has happened over the last so many years, right? Starting from when I was a teenager and we first immigrated here and that in and of itself was a huge learning curve for me, uh, you know, learning English, learning the culture, making friends, not being able to make friends because I was meshing with people and I wasn't able to talk. Right. So when you can't articulate your thoughts, no one wants to be friends with you. And so, you know, so there's been so many challenges, but I was very lucky. I've had some really great work experiences and people that really took me under their wing and taught me so much of everything that I know today. But I'm also lucky to say that I've never given up on myself either, right? I've continued to learn and develop myself. I read a lot. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Not surprisingly, right? And I just continue to educate myself. I mean, there's so many great sites. I, I think about uh, the movie The Matrix, of course, I think we've all seen The Matrix, right? And the first one, I mean, where Neo is able to download these programs of like martial arts and how to fly a chopper and all kinds of things. I feel like the world today is very much like that. You can download a course for, you know, $20, $30, $300, depending on how, you know, what your budget is. And you can learn what you need to learn in such a short period of time as opposed to I'm not uh, by any stretch of the imagination downgrading the importance of colleges and universities, but 
if you're looking for some basic, you know, business acumen or information on how to run a business or how to start a business or what do you need to write a business plan, you can take all these courses and it feels like very much like the matrix where you can just upload this program in, you know, 10, 11 hours. And there you are, you know, at least the basic gist of how to do whatever it is that you want to do. That's amazing. You know, it's interesting how the universe uh, brought the you right now to talk about real estate and mention Matrix. You know, I was one of the, I think I was the only dinosaur who haven't seen Matrix. The the, the first one for sure I haven't. So two weeks ago, uh, yeah, I did. I watched it. It was amazing. <laughs> so now, now you know what I'm what talking about saying. too. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of like to be unique and to be the only one who did not do something. <laughs> but I like your approach in being yourself, being feminine. So I want the, the the women who are listening to us out there in order to be professional and to do a great job at whatever you are passionate at, you don't have to give up on being feminine in, 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 or in creating the look that you want to create. After all, people will have a first impression when they see you, but then that, that impression will change when you'll start talking. I know that some people were advising me to not wear red lipstick when I deal with uh, real estate professionals or any sort of business because it's a little bit too much. Well, my red lipstick will always be on because I like it. That's who I am. And that doesn't make me less uh, professional or less approachable. Therefore, I encourage everybody to just be themselves and become better at whatever they are passionate about. Now, can you please tell us, uh, you were saying that you are advising your clients regarding um, building their team, yeah? And some of the criteria, what are, what are some of the criteria that you guys are emphasizing when recruiting? I think it really depends on each particular client. For us, we do something, we do an exercise before we start recruiting um, or really advising. And we sit down and we create this employee value proposition is what we call it. We call it the EVP. And in that EVP, we really dig down and understand what that particular business structure core audience is, right? What are the key aspects that have worked really, really well with the existing team members what hasn't worked really well, because that's equally as important, right? And so we really want to find out what the business will look like five years down the road if we hire the right people, what it will look like 10 years down the road. And we create this big vision and we communicate that to the potential hires or agents, whoever it is that we're bringing on, so that they're perfectly aligned, right? That alignment is extremely important because as you were saying, the example with the red lipstick, which I think looks lovely on you, you might not be everyone's cup of tea and that's okay. We're not trying to reach a hundred percent of the world's demographic, right? We yes. are looking for people that are synergetic to us, right? We are looking for people that speak the same language, that are on the same wavelength, that have the same visions, that have the same goals in life. And those are your people. Those are the people that you just you just click with, right? Um, and you can help them find a home or sell their home or whatever that task is. And it's the exact same thing for me. I need to understand where my client is coming from. Are they aligned to how I do things that I do, right? And if we're not, and if they're looking for, you know, to cut corners and things like that, whether that's with me or with their future hires or teammates, I know that these are not my people and that's okay. I'm just going to politely decline the project and maybe offer them some other alternatives. But that is the exercise that we go through because for me, first and foremost, it's important to find out if that client is aligned with me, right? 
And then we can figure out how they're aligned with the rest of the, the community and find them the right people. That's great. Do you have clients only from the brokerage perspective or agents as well? We serve both. We serve the under, the solopreneurs is what we call them, right? So those individual agents that are looking for um, administrative assistance, social media managers, you know, whatever it is that they're looking for. Sometimes they're looking for a licensed administrative assistant uh, support as well. Uh, we also work with teams. Um, we also work at the brokerage level and uh, hopefully potentially at the real estate organization level as well. That's beautiful. Thank you. I might need your services. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the beauty about connecting. I love the connect work. That's what I call it. Network or connect work? One of the two. Love it. But love back into your, jumping back into your story, I'm curious to know what's the what's the most favorite part of what, what you do right now? The most favorite part of your job? What is the most favorite part of your job for you? Everybody got most, some part they love and there's some part they don't like. The most favorite part of my job by far is connecting the right people with the right opportunities. There, It's magic. It, it is magic to me. I can feel the, the energy and I can feel the chemistry. It's like a matchmaking service <laughs> is what I call it, right? Because that's exactly what happens. I Once I get to know my client, I know exactly what they're looking for. I know the personality fit. I know all of the tasks that they need to get done. And then I meet that person and I bring them together. And you can see the sparks flying because they get excited about working together for, mm. you know, many years to come and achieving the things that they want to achieve together. And, you know, sometimes even if that relationship for that client with that individual, uh, it, if it doesn't click, I'm still so excited to meet new people every day because I can reroute them. I can I can introduce them to somebody else. I can make recommendations on, you know, their resume, for example, something isn't speaking to how they present themselves and things like that. So for me, I think by far that's the most exciting part of my role as an HR specialist and as a recruiter. Hmm. Okay. We're we have we have heard a lot from you today, Kate. You've heard a lot from I'm your sorry. story and from what you do, your profession. Now, if there's anything else that you really want to like that could give away for your audience, what would that be right now? Um, I think for me, you know, with anything else in business, whether you're in real estate or whether you're an entrepreneur, the, the, the biggest part that we need to figure out is what we want to continue doing. What makes us happy, right? That answer, that question that you asked me about what makes me happy, that's exactly it. And I feel like if you continue going down that path and you continue to challenge yourself and you continue to grow your your knowledge and your resources and your network as well, then you can accomplish amazing things. So I think if anything, if I can, if I can give any sort of advice, it's don't stop. And the last person that should give up on you is, is you, right? Yeah, that's beautiful. Can you tell the listeners where they can reach out to you if they need your professional advice and services? Absolutely. They can find us uh, on our website, which is www.thehrpro.ca. You can also find us on Instagram and on Facebook and on LinkedIn, and they can connect with me personally. And that would be Kate Teves. And you'll see my red hair in the picture. <laughs> the red hair. Thank so, you. So, we, will, we will write all this information in the details of the podcast, but thank you. My and pleasure. Here, here, here's the last big question I have for you, Kate. Like, what is it that people do that really drive you crazy? What is that answer? What is that question? Oh, great question. Um, I try not to get upset too, too much. And I understand that we all have our own limitations. But the one thing, the one pet peeve that I have is I continuously see people giving up on stuff, giving up on themselves, giving up on their dreams, giving up on their businesses. They 
they encounter a hurdle, an obstacle, and suddenly they think to themselves, you know, this isn't meant for me, right? I'm just gonna keep sticking to what I've always been doing, uh, stay in my comfort zone, because I don't like it, but it's comfortable, right? And so therefore, I'm just gonna go back to that. I've seen so many business owners who struggled, not because their business isn't amazing or because they're not amazing, but because sometimes, you know, it's the economy and, and sometimes it's just challenging to get a business off the ground, right? So I continue to encourage and hopefully inspire others as well to never give up on what they truly believe is their calling. Um, and so that is my biggest pet peeve is when people sell themselves short. Um, you know, unfortunately, it happens all the time due to various circumstances, you know, be it that you might have a young family and that it's not feasible to, you know, to jump into a business or even change jobs because you don't have this financial stability of doing so. You might be a single parent. So again, different challenges, right? It, it, it's a million different things, but what it comes down to is your mindset, right? And so for me, that is that is the biggest, biggest pet peeve that I have is when people, they lose the war before they even put on a helmet. Mm. Queen Lev, any last word? Thank you so much for all the good uh, information that you shared with us. I love your uh, frustration. I think we all have the same, especially when we see the people uh, around us, our dear ones. When we see that they don't, they give up and they don't try to reach to their, not even to half of their potential. That's very frustrating. So hopefully all together we can work to uh, empower people and encourage them and inspire them to just try to become a little bit better every day. Thank you very much, Kay. This was amazing. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. And you're tuning into Pandora's Awareness Podcast, a place where we collect stories and circulate life-changing wisdom. And this book, I really love. This book is called Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. I keep saying about this book because it really helps a lot of people. Sometimes we often think about the how and the how sometimes get us stuck. But the book is like, don't sometimes don't think about the how, think about the who. Who can help you? Who's been practicing this thing that you challenge with more than you have? And that person can help you break through that little barrier. Just like Kate in her profession, you might be might be stuck in a place and like you're trying to focus on the how and you get stuck. Just focus on the who. Find out who can do help you overcome that thing. So thank you for your time, Kate. My pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. And make it an awesome day. You too.